to Real Estate Radio, hosted by the real estate therapist, Larry Shackman, a top producing real estate broker, author, CEO, and founder of TrustedAgentUSA.com, the ultimate real estate matchmaker, connecting you with top performing agents for 2% commission. Each week, we bring you exclusive interviews with industry experts, covering everything from staging to negotiation strategies to home inspection issues and everything in between. Whether you're selling your home, a first-time home buyer, or a seasoned investor, we've got you covered. Let's make your real estate dreams a reality in this fast-moving and ever-changing real estate market. This program is funded in whole or in part by Trusted Agent USA, Illinois license number 475-145-795. Now, now, here's Larry. Welcome to Real Estate. All right, good morning, everybody, and happy December 20th. We are really happy to have you here today on the Real Estate Radio Show podcast. We're going to be joined by Dylan Kramer shortly. Dylan, of course, is the uh, branch manager over at Benchmark Mortgage in Oakbrook, and he's going to have some uh, golden nuggets to drop on us as far as the mortgage industry and what's going on there. Today is my birthday. I just want to make that announcement real quick. Uh, please just send cash. That's all I'll accept. I don't accept gifts, just cash. Uh, gift cards too. But uh, I am uh, 462 years old in dog years. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, happy birthday to me, whatever. Okay, so uh, before we go any further, I just want to thank all of our sponsors. And first of all, I want to thank um, I want to thank trustedagent.com. Trusted Agent US, Trusted Agent USA, trustedagentusa.com is where we meld what consumers are looking for. And that is great, high performing, high producing agents to work with that are going to get them over the finish line at a reasonable commission. And we know we've heard a lot of talk about that lately. Well, that's what we do at Trusted Agent USA. And we match them with those same agents who, rather than wanting and needing to go out and spend uh, literally thousands and thousands of dollars on customer acquisition costs, we can just match both of those parties together for free with no obligation. And uh, that is something that uh, we really enjoy doing. And we save a lot of people a lot of money. Let's uh, thank a couple of our other uh, sponsors here real quickly. Of course, Dylan Kramer, who's going to be joining us in about two minutes here. As I said, Dylan's the branch manager at Benchmark Mortgage in Oak Brook. He does business all over the country. So if you need some mortgage advice, some mortgage help, you need to get pre-approved, give Dylan a call. We'll get you all of his contact information. Also, among all of our other uh, partners here, I also want to thank At Home Title Services. If you want to save 50% on the cost of your title insurance policy, then you need to call me. Call me at 630-921-0611. A title insurance policy for a $200,000 condo costs a seller $1,950. If you'd like to save 50% on that, you can call me. I will show you exactly how to do that. So once again, uh, thanks for joining us. I'm going to hit live here on TikTok so we can go live there. We are now live on TikTok too, so you could watch us there as well. Um, so let's bring Dylan on and uh, let's remove this and let's replace it with this. Uh, I think Dylan is here. All right, I think uh, I think we lost Dylan's connection, but uh, let's uh, 
let's see here give me a second there we go there's dylan well i just added myself since you were struggling and here i am <laughs> Look at you how'd that happen i don't yeah, know I, I clicked on you and for some reason it just said streamyard.com and there you are giddy up baby giddy up what's going on today Larry? giddy up uh, hey, everything's going on. I'm uh, after the show today. I'm headed out to uh, get some pictures taken at a listing in Winfield. We're putting on the market uh, nice. a, uh, a townhome. What's that? Happy birthday! Thank you. I told you I'm 462 years old in dog I'm years. Gonna, not, I'm going I've right done there. the math, but I'm not going to share that with everybody. Let them. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's uh, it's all right. It's okay. No. It is what it is, right? Listen. Exactly. Look, I'm 392 in dog years my own self. So let I, me tell you something. It's it's better than the alternative. That's it. You can since you can't go back, you can only go forward or exit. That's exactly. It. Exactly. So. Um, so uh yeah, what's uh what's going on in your life in the mortgage business? You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I got two things for you today, Larry. Um the first one is what do you think? I'm I'm building a little podcast corner here. What do you think of this business? Well, I think it's amazing. Uh, I think, uh, it, what's that thing right behind your head? I'm, there? Yeah. That, that is a cover of Mortgage Executive Magazine where I appeared in, I don't know, spring of 2016 or something. And they, they were uh, throwing a Las Vegas event and uh, I was able to uh, get my photo at one of the receptions uh, there. And so, you know, I bought a copy of it. Nice. Put it on the wall. So nice. So that's cool. And then obviously, you know, here I am referee in basketball. Here I am referee in soccer. Um, I, I've got a couple other uh, things we're going to put up. We'll get it all worked out. So awesome. Awesome. Cool. Um, but that's so uh, good. I, 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 I like this better than that open ended window behind me type thing um just to kind of dial things in for folks but um as it relates to the mortgage business larry i do have a fairly serious conversation to have um and i think that it, it's gonna you're be scaring me now you know what and you honestly it's a, it's a legitimate scare right like this could happen to you as an agent and it 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 should not, but it All right, does. let's get into it. And so here's the thing. Bottom line up front. I have a guy who was supposed to close yesterday. Didn't tell me relevant information that came up between his application and his closing. And because he didn't share that with me, I didn't have the capacity to get in front of it. Came up as a surprise at the closing and he didn't close. So what does that mean? Let's talk a little bit about the details and break it down. Um, I tell everybody, and you probably have heard me say some version of this to you. Hey, you've got to turn around and be honest with me as your mortgage lender. We talked and, about and, this last week. And the analogy that we've used, and we talked about it last week, is if I was representing you as an attorney, I will use defense A if I know you're guilty and I need to create reasonable doubt. I will use defense B if you are innocent. But I'm going to defend you the best I can. Right. Same sort of thing. You have to tell me what's going on as a lender in your financial world. If you don't tell me and I'm surprised by anything, I can't. I, I, I'm playing defense. Yeah. So we get to closing yesterday and right. our borrower is given a document that says, <clears throat> hey, I'm legally separated and I'm going to take title as a married person. Now, relevant to that is. He's going through a divorce, turns out was going through a divorce. And so the ex-wife also needs to waive the home, homestead rights and some other stuff. But it's very relevant as to how you're going to hold title and come to find out what your financial obligations are, whether you're a married person, a single person, <clears throat> a divorced person, a, a person who's legally separated, which is a status, right? Correct. And so... We took this application. He's separated. Okay. He finalized his divorce a week and a half ago. Okay. And didn't tell me or anybody on my team. So he shows up. He's sitting with their, there with his, his attorney, and they're like, "Hey, sign this document. Says you're separated, and we're gonna need you know. Do you bring, did you bring the signature from the ex-wife? He's like, "No, nah, I don't need her signature anymore. I'm divorced." So now, like the string on a sweater, we have to start tugging, 
right? Right. Right. When did you finalize your divorce? Oh, a week and a half ago. Do you have a divorce decree? Yes. Has it been reviewed by underwriting? No. Is there a financial obligation for a support payment to the now ex-wife that wasn't oh, yeah. in existence 10 days ago yeah. that now screws up the debt to income ratio? Yes. Can we close today? No. No. <laughs> and so we're in a situation now where we are working to add income that we didn't feel we needed earlier, right? Back to the idea of this is how I will represent you. We just represented underwriting. Here's his job income. Here's his pension. And we moved on. Does he have However, recurring income that you could? Uh, yeah, use? yeah. So we can use the rent. It's a two unit. We can use the rent from the other one, which we didn't. We could use, uh, it turns out now that they're divorced, she in the divorce decree is taking responsibility for the car payment. And so if we're going to hit them with the, the new support payment, we should be able to subtract the new car payment. But all of this has to be documented. Yeah. And so now the ex-wife's like, hey, screw you. I'm the ex-wife. This is not my problem. I'm not going to help you with canceled checks. He doesn't want to. She's not participating. I'm not buying this house. This is not my problem. This guy's problems are not my problems. I'm divorced from him so that I don't have his problems be my problems. And so the whole thing is unwound and it will cost days to get this fixed. Days. I, 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 yeah, no question. If, if it closes in the week between Christmas and New Year's, I would be surprised. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we're heading headlong into the holidays now. So yeah, everything yeah. gets yeah, slowed so, down. Yeah. And the, the good news for this guy is it's he has it. You're going to get it done. Yeah. I mean, look, now nothing's certain until it's certain. Right. Because now the yeah. underwriter also, as is human nature, will go back and say some version of, hey, what else should I be putting a lot of scrutiny on in this loan that maybe I didn't look at in detail before? Let me double check my work. Is that yeah. human nature because the guy didn't tell us the truth? Yeah, people think they're going to slide this stuff past us. And it doesn't matter whether it's as simple as I signed up to buy a washer dryer for the new house yeah. and got 90 days same as cash to pay for it, but they ran my credit report. So we need to know why they ran your credit report. It could be as little as that or as big as this hundreds of dollars a month in variation. And, yeah. and, and the guy says to me, he's got the nerve to say to me, why, why is this even relevant that you're asking about my divorce? I'll tell you why it's relevant. Because <laughs> your financial commitments in life and how you hold the title to this property that yeah. you want us to lend you hundreds of, thousand of, of thousands of dollars for is relevant. It's all Absolutely. relevant. It falls under the umbrella. I, we've talked about this before, of the three things that are important to lenders, right? The first one is your down payment or your equity in the house. Where did it come from? Is it your savings? How does the whole thing come together? Number two is your credit history. What are you supposed to pay? What are you not supposed to pay? Number three is what is your debt to income ratio? How much money you have every month versus how much money's coming in? This affects all three of those. Things. Everything. Yeah. And absolutely. so the thing is here, it's all relevant, whether he thinks so or not. But yeah. the most important thing is if he would have called, if he called me two weeks ago, I'd be like, don't sign that until you're closed. Don't be divorced until the day after closing. Right. And it may have been counterintuitive. I haven't asked because I'm trying to deal with the issue at hand, but it may be counterintuitive to him to be like, well, I don't want to take ownership of this house while I'm still married because that's another complication. So I'll just make it easier and get divorced and sign off on it and move on down the road and owning the next place will be easy. Yeah. But now you have those maintenance payments, which, which may very well be true on one level, but it causes all, it's all this unintended stuff. And so people make these decisions in a vacuum and I hate it for them because as you and I've talked about before, we're here to help. Yeah. So if you tell me, I'm going to sign off on this divorce. I'd be like, great. Send me a copy of the decree once it's finalized with everybody's signature on it. Get us a, as part of your agreement to sign it, get a copy of the last 12 checks that have been written on this car payment to prove you haven't made that payment. There's right. a bunch of different things we could have done 
in the last 10 days to, to deal get it with done. this. Yeah. When you turn around and shrug your shoulders at the closing, you go, oh yeah, I did. You know, it's it's like we always say, you, you've got to disclose, disclose, disclose. Not only whether you're a buyer or seller, same thing, you know, on our side of the coin. You have to disclose to the buyer and seller everything that's going on as it's going on so that they know. <clears throat> and uh, but same thing on their part, too, because if we don't have all the information, this will likely happen. We ran into something like this a few months ago with a client in Morton Grove who we love, who's a, a great guy. Great. But didn't tell us about a sixty thousand dollar judgment that he thought was settled and wasn't settled. So and look, we didn't because nobody mailed him about it because they knew they couldn't collect. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't settled. And, yeah. And so. I don't mean to pick on this guy or this guy from yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's but just I tell just the truth. I mean, to express how critical it is that when you get professional help from a mortgage lender, from a real estate agent, from an attorney, that you tell them the whole story. Absolutely. And then we can help and figure out how to help. Got to do it. Until then, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. you're flying blind. I mean, if you don't have all the information, you are flying blind. You will eventually find that out. And hopefully it's not too late that you can tweak it and correct it and get the deal done and over the finish right. line. But the reality of it is, you know, buying or selling a house is stressful anyway. Why add to that by not being completely up front and disclose yes. everything that's going on financially. Super important, especially when you're in the middle of a divorce or, you know, anything like that. Uh, really, really important to do. No, no, you just got to tell me what the deal is. Like at the end of the day, look, there are things that will jam up your approval, but you should know that before you're sitting at the closing table. Yeah. Period. Um, yeah. I mean, and I feel horrible for the sellers because here's the thing. We ask, yeah, is there anything relevant? Is there anything going on? And I know, do, do we ask people, are you in the middle of getting divorced? No, but with this person, you're separated. <clears throat> that means we have a, a, there's a specific conversation that says, don't do this, do that. Is anything changing? Do we expect all that? And I will. Including if anything changes with your separation agreement. Yeah. Let us yeah. know. Well, you're no longer governed by that separation agreement because you're actually divorced. That's relevant. Yeah. Well, thankfully, most people do disclose upfront everything. Some people don't do it, I think, because, you know, they're just going through a lot of emotional upheaval. Maybe it slips their mind. Maybe it doesn't. <clears throat> Maybe in their mind, they think, hey, it's not going to matter. I have the money. It's not a big deal. But, you know, that's not how it works because we're going to get asked questions by people. And the, the thing I say all the time, Larry, and it's it's really true in this case, but it's true in most cases. It, it's true for everybody who doesn't put at least half down. And how many people have you seen put half down on any real estate transaction? It, maybe very few. Year. Yeah, very few. If you're asking somebody to put up more money for the house than you are, which is what you're asking a lender to do, whether it's Benchmark mm -hmm. or any other lender in the country, they kind of have a right since they're the one bringing the money that moves the deal. They, right they want to know it all. Bingo. Hey, I want to remind everybody that starting on the 6th of January, we're going to be broadcasting live again on Saturday. Saturday, the 6th of January, we'll start broadcasting again live from WCPT AM, 820 AM out of Chicago. So that broadcasts to the entire Chicago metro area, but it also goes out to some of the states around it, kind of creeps over the border a little bit. You know, when I used to go, or when I still go to uh, Pawpaw, Michigan, I can get it all the way in Pawpaw, Michigan. So we hit a lot of people with our, uh, our uh, live stream on Saturdays, starting November, uh, January 6th at 9 a.m. 
on Saturday. So we're excited about that, excited to be going back there. We're still going to be here every Wednesday out of our little podcast studios, out of our personal podcast studios. Love it. Uh, and, uh, no, but I'm excited about being back on. And actually after the first of the year, we have some great guests coming on. So on January 10th, we have this gentleman coming on. This is Sam Prim. So Sam has gone from having a typical 50 hour a week job, right? Uh, making 70, 80, whatever thousand dollars a year right. to having 300 rental properties under his belt and in control, in his control that, uh, he brings about $300,000 a month in on, in rent, which more than takes care of all of the holding costs and rental, uh, costs. Um, and he's going to show us how he did it and how he scaled that in a matter of about six or seven years. Dude, uh, and Sam has some like, um, first of all, Sam has 2 million followers on TikTok. Uh, his, uh, his, his company, his website is, uh, fasterfreedom.com. So if you want to check it out before January 10th, go check it out because uh, really an amazing guy, great energy, and is going to literally show you how you can scale exactly as he did it without uh, using a dime of your own money. He didn't use a dime of his own money. It goes back to what we were just talking about, right? If we're going to bring the money, Larry, then we should have some say and some insight. But that's because of the power of what the the loan money, the mortgage money yeah. can do for your circumstances. And he'll explain that when he does a deal with, you know, OPM, he, that, that person who's giving him the money for the purchase and the rehab of the property knows exactly what he's going to do with that money, knows exactly the interest rate he's getting paid back. There's, uh, you know, solid paperwork with all of it. And it's really important because that's what gives your investor partner the comfort to do that. And of course the deal, the deal has to look good, you know, and you know, exactly. So that's the bottom line, but Sam's going to give us, uh, just a lot of great golden nuggets. And then on January 17th, we're going to have Ilian Mirandelbaum. I believe I'm pronouncing that right now. Ilian, his company, he's right here in Chicago Metro. His company has owned a roofing company for right. a long, long time. But Ilian also, and he'll correct me if I'm pronouncing his name right, I-L-A-N. Does that sound right, Ilian? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Well, that's what we're going to call him today. He'll he'll correct me on the 17th if I'm wrong. Um, but Ilian uh, is going to show us how he invests in multifamily properties. I like And that. he's not hacking these properties necessarily. He's just investing in them. Right. And uh, he's going to give us some really, really good insight right. when I it like comes it. to that. So we have some great guests coming up in January. We'll be live on WCPT 820 AM starting the 6th of January every Saturday at 9 AM. And we're still going to be here. So I just wanted to remind everybody of that. And don't forget, you can follow us, subscribe, and listen to all past and future podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever. So I like uh, Larry, we I'm, love I'm having you guys around. i on my phone while I'm talking to you. Yeah. But, uh, not to interrupt, but we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah. When are we going to go for your birthday lunch? Like, is that tomorrow? Is that Friday? Is that next Wednesday? I, I have openings. Uh, days and I am, you know what? Day. When Dylan Kramer calls, I am, I am available. All if right. You just tell me, let's put it on the schedule. We'll do uh, it. Uh, let's do it tomorrow. Let, uh, what is, uh, tomorrow? Thursday. Thursday, uh, Thursday. I, I like completely lose track of what day it is by Tuesday. By the, well, and certainly at this time of year, right? Like it's all starting to blend. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Okay. So tomorrow is what? 
Tomorrow is Thursday, the 21st. Tomorrow is Thursday. I believe I am open tomorrow. So let's do it. We'll figure out where to go. And we'll, I think we we'll, should uh, turn around and go to that pizza place you keep telling me about that we've talked Freedom about. Freedom Brothers Pizza Freedom in Brothers Naperville pizza. and Plainfield. I was just there with my associate, Michael Lafito, who, as you know, owns Lux, owns the Lux designation, which is a designation which shows realtors how to get into that luxury niche. Remember, if you want to raise your GCI, if you want to raise your gross commission income, then you sell more expensive homes. Michael's been selling. He didn't start this way, but he shifted to all luxury about 12 years ago, and he's never looked back. And by the way, I know I did this before. I'll do it again. Yeah, this is it. This is the new logo. Here, let me move. <laughs> the new Dude, I love logo. the logo. I, I'll, the I'll, the I'll, best I'll, thing about the logo is how it is subtle and understated. It is very subtle and understated. I got to get this on a hat because I love that. I love that lion. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so if you're looking to increase your GCI, check Michael Lafito out and check the Lux designation out because it's worth it. Believe me. Uh, I just sold a, uh, about four months ago, three and a half months ago, sold a $1.5 million uh, condo to a buyer that I was working with. And, you know, it took me like, in this case, it took us about two, three weeks to find the right unit. Right. And uh, it's an absolutely, you know, it's a signature unit at 195 North Harbor uh, Point, right, right on Lakeshore Drive. I love it. So, uh, yeah, the more expensive homes you sell, the more money you'll make. And it's it's really cool looking at some of these homes. You've seen some of the videos I've posted. Sure. Absolutely. No, they're great. Look, they're, they're great. If I had that kind of dough, geez, you know. I still I, would. I still wouldn't buy one. <laughs> I, we just we just showed a client a twenty thousand square foot home in uh, Barrington Hills. Right. This there's two kitchens in the basement. There's a there's a kitchen and an auxiliary kitchen in the basement. There are what, there's what like are you doing in life that you need extra kitchens. Like are, I don't are, know. Catering? I don't know. I mean, are you hosting weddings on the weekends? Like I, what what's the <laughs> I don't know what you, right. honestly, seems, you could, it, it seems a little much. You could do that at this property. I mean, you could like host well, sure. an art, uh, you know, fair sure. or whatever. You, yeah. Should you? Yeah, but should you? No, this was an amazing property. Uh, it was actually a little over 20,000 square feet because they didn't include some of the unfinished spaces that are used as storage. But uh, had the most amazing indoor pool, uh, and That's but it's a lot. I mean, it has it has its own private lake on it, which backs up to another lake for the eighteen homes around this lake, which are all similar type properties. So, for my Caddyshack friends, I would be remiss if I didn't interject here with. So, you got a pool and a pond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a pool and a pond and a lake and a, a yeah. And it was an amazing property. It really was. But uh, sure. 20,000 square feet. I mean, I, man, I don't, I don't know. I, square feet is stuff. What are you going to do with it? What do you do with all that? I don't know. Play nine holes. Like it's a lot of space. You know, the uh, the buyer we were showing it to was actually going to be moving in. It was going to be a two-family situation. So there right. is that. So each family could have 10,000 square feet. So there you go. Well, that makes it more reasonable. <laughs> All right. Exactly. What, else, what else is going on, Larry? Where, where are we on buyer flow? I really um, I, I want to talk to you about what you're seeing in terms of home buyers in the marketplace here at the end of 2023. And the reason is I was on a call yesterday and that call was focused on the drop in interest rates that we've seen. And you and I have discussed over the course of the last month, right? We've moved from eight to 6.625 for the very best borrowers 
20% down, high credit scores. Pretty amazing in 45 days. And don't take this as a quote. Your results may be different based on your personal circumstances. Apply for an actual quote. But the math on the base of rates has moved about a point and a half. What does that mean, right? We've talked a lot about that. So I had the chance on this call to break out my calculator and do some math. On a $350,000 loan, right? So 365 FHA purchase, 400-ish. 10% 10% down regular purchase. It's $320 a month cheaper today to buy a house at that price point than it was in October. With that said, are you seeing any pickup in buyer activity, discussion, pre-approvals, et cetera, in terms of your conversation with people in the market? Yeah. So great question. And the short answer is yes. There is a ton of pent up buyer demand right now. The only thing that is stopping this market from absolutely exploding is inventory. That's the lack of inventory. That is what is stopping us from this market, even right now, exploding because there are buyers out there that want to buy. Now, you know, it's a little slow right now because we're four days away from Christmas or whatever. We're two weeks out from uh, New Year's. So everything kind of stops now. People start coming into town. People start leaving town. So that slows things down. But pent up buyer demand is insane, man. It's crazy. They want to go out there. They want to buy houses. There's just not enough inventory out there. And having said that, builder confidence went up for the first time in four months by about three points to 37, right? Right. So like, I'm thinking to myself, why wouldn't builders be confident? I mean, there's no inventory out there. Sure, sure. Uh, they, they have every right to no, be no, confident, I, especially with inventory. in the inventory creation business. Exactly. That's what builders are doing, right? Oh, there's no inventory. Great. Let's make a new house. Absolutely. You're, you're in the catbird seat. I mean, you can't really overcharge, right? I mean, but but you can certainly get absolutely every dollar available from a pricing standpoint for what you're selling, whether yeah. that's. Um, you know, and, and oddly, Larry, I've seen just in my travels a little bit of activity in the um, far-flung areas, right? In your Elgin's, in your uh, south of Bowling Brooks, right on 55. Those areas are starting to build whole subdivisions again. Absolutely. And, and so, if you're if you're a builder and you can add 400 houses to inventory. I, I think that you can't now don't get me wrong. If, if you're a home buyer, you're going to pay top dollar for that. And, and, you know, you may not want to move that type of commuting distance, right? At the end of the day, I think that one of the challenges that folks have and don't understand is, uh, you know, you can move and, and, and not to talk real estate specifically, Larry, because I know that's your part of this, but not mine, but in the real world, if you go save 150 or $200 a month by buying a cheaper house, 45 minutes commuting distance away from where you really want to be. And you're going to drive that 45 minutes every day. You're going to spend that $200 in gas, much less yeah. the time. Plus it's and, quality and you're of life. actually going to end up in the same place. You yeah. might like, like on one level, I know that, I know that you is maybe a surprise to people, uh, Larry, politically lean a little more left than some left to center. I'm leaning left now. Why would that? Why would today be? I don't, honestly, I don't watch TV. I do not watch TV anymore. I do not pay attention to politics anymore because I'm so sick of the whole thing. And you know what? I pay attention to the things I can control, and I can't control any of that. I, I agree, but this is less a political statement and more a kind of reality of the world. Yeah, and that is, it, it doesn't make a ton of sense to have all of these far flung suburbs when there's available tracts for houses if you can solve some of the urban problems. And I think that the challenge is, for example, the entire south and west sides of the city of Chicago are rampant with property uh, that is vacant. And by vacant, I mean, they've ripped the house down. And the problem is that we can't fix the socioeconomics in a way that it makes sense for builders to come in and build houses for 
homeowners, middle class, law abiding, like just general homeowners that just want to live there and do their thing. And if yeah. you figure out a way to do that, then you fix the sprawl. If you and then if you fix the sprawl, you reduce the pavement imprint on the world. If you improve, and if you reduce the pavement imprint, you're leaving wetlands intact, right? You're leaving wetlands intact. We reduce global warming. So maybe we could just all figure that out. Yeah, there's a lot there. How about that? Look at me. We're talking global warming on the Real Estate Radio, Radio. Show podcast. Well, and we're talking less global warming, and we're talking about how does housing affect things. I mean, the thing yes, I think absolutely. when we no. get together and talk, Larry, I think that one of the things we have to recognize, um, and we talk about this, is what we do impacts. We work in a business that everybody thinks they just know because, well, I own a house, or my brother owns a house, or I watch HGTV. There's so much going on in every part of our daily lives in this business, whether it's mortgage-specific stuff like we talked about in this example earlier of this borrower and his details, right? or it's the details of your $20,000 property or the condo in Naperville that you're representing or any property uh, that's out there. There's a story to tell about it and its impact on the people involved in it. and. Yeah. What we what we do, look, this is one of the things, you know, a lot of people are like, well, nobody turns around and goes to college to become a real estate agent or get in the mortgage business. And on some levels, you're right. On other levels, it's a really good place to make a difference for people. Oh, 100 percent. And you know what? It's a really good place to make a difference for yourself. Most of the millionaires and billionaires in this world have made their money in real estate. You're absolutely right. It's, you know, so uh, that's why I'm excited to have Sam Prim on uh, on the 10th. And I'm excited to have Ilian on on the 17th because they're going to literally drill down for everybody. If you want to get into real estate investing, if you want to know what that Burr method is and how to scale it, then these are shows you don't want to miss January 10th, January 17th. Uh, be sure to tune in. I believe those are both Wednesdays um, at 11 o'clock. So be sure to tune in to those. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. Like I said, builder confidence went up a little bit. I think that's extremely uh, warranted because I still believe all of the signs are telling us that interest rates still have a little ways to go down. And I believe they will. And the reason I believe they will is because I believe the feds are going to lower interest rates in the coming year. I don't know when, whether that's at their first meeting, their second meeting, whatever, but I do believe they will lower interest rates slightly, which will affect mortgage rates and other things. Um, and, uh, which is going to bring more buyers in the market, but it's also going to bring more sellers in the market because those sellers that are sitting on 5% mortgages. Larry, I, here's the thing I, I would tell you, as we've seen, um, a point and a half will get some traction, right? And so, you know, you still may have people reluctant to give up their two and three quarters mortgages. Oh yeah. But the people who grab the bottom in two or three quarters are few and far between. I mean, I'm one of them. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving, but I do think that there's a, I can't, why, or, you know, and, and look, I have examples of this, right? I've, I have a couple uh, that, that were in the Addison Phillip park area. Um, right. They sold their $300,000 house and moved to Oswego. Um, and they bought a house, might have been $200,000 more expensive while rates were down. The monthly payment was cheap. They got in at three-ish, three and a quarter. But the taxes are expensive. The insurance is expensive. And, and it was fifteen dollars or $1,800 a month more. They're like, you know what? We're going to sell this place. They lived there a year. They're like, this is too much. We're going to sell and go back to a $350. Well, A, their house that they sold for $300 was now $350. And B... Not, not their specific house, but, you know, that subdivision. Right. But also at seven, that payment was only going to save them $110 a month. They're like, well, geez, we could stay in Oswego. Why, why would we uproot our lives to save right. $100 a month? So now right. they and people like them, 
who are locked in at three will turn around and opt out in the fives if they yeah. or, or if it's just time to move right like yeah. oh the kids are graduated from middle school and we can move to any school in this town for high school or we're sending them right. to private schools so we're, it doesn't really matter what i listen school like we said in. life moves real estate it uh rates don't move real estate rates uh, don't move real estate but rates will anchor real estate rates will anchor real estate yes but in, so, at the end of the day if you have to move you have to move yes however you'll do what you can to stay if you can't. Yeah. But I think that the thing that I've seen a little bit of in the last couple of years is people are like, well, I have three. I'm going to add on here instead of the thing. And you've seen this, I'm sure, in Naperville. We have it where I live in Elmhurst. The thing that we have often seen is somebody moves in and after a few years, they're like, we like it here, but we don't have one more bedroom, 10 by 10 extra square footage, not even in a room, just in the rooms generally, another 100 square feet on each floor. And we only have a one and a half car or two car garage. We need a three right. car garage. So they'll spend 80 grand to move two blocks west and three blocks south. That stops. You don't move. You don't spend the money to move when when that payment is a thousand dollars a month more. You're like, I just get a HELOC and add a bedroom, right? Which is where all those houses that you walk through in some of these established areas, and you're like, who put that on? The answer yeah. is they put that on in 1970 or 1984 or whatever when rates were 13, and you're like, well, I have a three percent mortgage or a five percent mortgage but I need this space. So I'm going to get a HELOC at, you know, 12 for right. 25 grand and put this addition on. Now, obviously additions were cheaper then than they are now. Point yeah. is still the same. People are, have been making that, I'm going to do this to stay decision. That will go away and will add to the inventory if we get a drop closer to five. Because yeah. people will give up four and a half if they got to go to five and a half or five and three quarters, they'll give up four. They can go to five and a quarter. They won't give it up to go to seven and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want to get into something real quickly sure. here because with, with, you know, we're, we're headlong going into 2024's real estate market. Yep. And now is the time for sellers to start thinking about what can they do to improve their curb appeal right sure. i mean it's super important i mean obviously the first time someone sees your home typically it's going to be online but the first time they see it physically is when they drive up to your home and they get their eyes on your home for the first time in your neighborhood and everything else right. now you don't control the neighborhood but you do control your home so i want to talk a little bit about um i want to talk a little bit about how sellers can improve their curb appeal when they come on the market. Now, oddly enough, in the uh, in the uh, book, the top tens of real estate, as I think you're aware, there's of that, a book, aren't you? Yeah, believe it or not, there's a book called the top tens of real estate. Gee, Larry, but, I, where could I get uh, where could I get such a book? You you know, honestly, Dylan, A, I'm going to bring one and give it to you for free tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, more importantly, you, anybody can go buy the book at Amazon or wherever you want to buy it. But if you'd like it for free, if you'd like the ebook for free, just text me at 630-921-0611 with the word book, and I will send you a free copy of the ebook. But the reason I'm bringing that up is... Um, we, uh, chapter 23 in that book specifically speaks to, um, specifically speaks to improving your curb appeal. Give me one second. I'm going to bring this up here and let's bring this up and let's get rid of that real quick. Um, So, uh, give me a second here. I'm just going to get rid of this one thing so we can see this. Okay. So the, uh, the book chapter 23 is 
how to improve your curb appeal. So we're going to go through these real quick. Okay. So for instance, on number 15, and of course it's the top tens, but this chapter has 15 and there's probably 30 things or 40 things you can do to increase your curb appeal. But chapter 23 in the top tens of real estate, number 15, how to improve your curb appeal add outdoor seating. So like for instance, in your backyard, regardless of how small or how big it is, create a space, create outdoor seating that is going to give people uh, an ability and that to visualize themselves sitting out there in the summertime and enjoying the the springtime, whether you have a pool, whether you don't have a pool, create some outdoor seating space. Uh, that can go a long way. Number 14, repair or replace damaged or outdated features. Now that seems pretty obvious, but you really need to do this, whether it's a fence that's kind of hanging one way or the other, whether it's some old gutters that just need to be cleaned or secured, but be sure to fix those uh, things, those little things that buyers, I guarantee you are going to overestimate in terms of what it's going to cost them to fix it. Here's a simple one. Number 13, trim your trees and shrubs. So super important. I'm about to put a property on the market in in Buffalo Grove. Uh, We spoke about that a couple of uh, uh, weeks ago. And this property is coming on the market shortly. And one of the things I told the seller to do is trim the tree in front of the house because you have a beautiful house, but this tree is completely blocking it. So we trimmed it. It made all the difference in the world. In addition to that, we painted the entire exterior of the house. Okay, so let's move on to number 12, add or update landscaping. So that kind of goes to what we just talked about. If you have a tree that needs to be trimmed, trim it. If you have a space that, you know, looks kind of vacant and might be filled in better with some small bushes or or flowers or flower pots even, do it because it's going to add a great amount of curb appeal to your home. When Remember, the first time people drive up to your home is when they, that's up. That's the last time you get a chance to make a good first impression. Right. Right. So uh, be sure to do that. Number 11, add or update exterior decorative item uh, elements. So for instance, um, elements such as, you know, kind of like what we talked about planners, outdoor furniture, you could change the uh, the lighting fixtures on your home. You can do just any number of things, but update the exterior decorative elements of your home. Number 10, add or update exterior window treatments. Now, what do we mean by that? Shutters, awnings, these things can make a difference. They can add a little pop. If you already have shutters, make sure that they're maintained, they're painted, they don't look faded. Remember, make that first good impression. That's your last chance to do it the first time they drive up. Okay, so number nine is add or update exterior door hardware. This is super important because so, what's the first thing people see? when they walk up to your house and they're about to walk in your house, what's the first thing they see? Your door, right? Right. Make sure that door is freshly painted. You have either polished hardware on there or new hardware on there. It makes all the difference in the world. That is their the first thing a buyer sees when they walk into your house. So number eight, This one is, uh, you know, people don't think about this, but add or update your house numbers, okay? So like I live at 436 such and such Avenue, right? Okay, add or update those address, that address, those numbers on your house. That could make a big difference. Little things like this can make a very big difference. So, and it just increases that curb appeal. So make sure you're uh, thinking about that too. Also, really, really important, number seven, 
update or replace your garage door. That is another big first impression that uh, buyers are going to get when they first pull up to your home, because that's, you know, one of the biggest, biggest things they're going to see about your house. You know, if it's in front of your house is your garage door. Well, now, a lot well, of these. I want to I comment on the garage door thing real quick. Yeah. I know we've been at this a while. And um, uh, I, one of the things I like personally, and I think that it affects people who have an attached garage as well as a detached garage, although it affects them each differently. Um, get those garage doors that have windows near the top, right? Those light windows. They let, they let daylight into the garage space. It looks less dank and more appealing when you're inside with the garage door closed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it re and that's a great point because it not only helps the curb appeal from the outside, but when they open up the garage from the interior, it's also going to make a difference. So uh, moving on real quick, uh, number six is really simple, but very few people think about it. Add or update, not add, because everybody has a mailbox, but have an updated mailbox, or if your mailbox is fine, just make sure that it's painted and that it's it's looking good because that again is one of the first things that people are going to see when they drive up to your home. And we talked about this a little earlier. Number five, add or update exterior shutters. Uh, if you have them, make sure you know. Sometimes those things can get kind of uh, 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 what do they get? You know, the paint it it fades on them sometimes. You know, if you have black shutters and they've been on there for uh, years and you're selling a home that was built in the mid eighties or early nineties and they have black shutters and you haven't painted them, they may have faded. Make sure that the exterior of your home is like on point. So important. And one of the things you can do to make sure that's the case is either paint the exterior of your home or at the very least, soft wash the interior of your home or power wash the interior of your home. And there's a difference between those two. I'm not going to get into it right now, but um, either one of those things will literally make your home look brand new. So make sure that your home's exterior is just pristine and a fresh coat of paint or power washing or soft washing it, that's what's going to do it. So uh, really keep that in mind. Remember, curb appeal is everything. You want to blow the buyer away when they first drive up to your home. When I bought the home I'm sitting in right now, the first time I drove up to it, I called my wife. I said, get over here now. We're buying this house. And because if we don't, somebody else is in the next 48 hours. And this was when we were in one of those markets. I said, so get over here. We got to take a look at this now. We don't have a lot of time to think about it. Um, another thing you can do is uh, add new or updated exterior lighting. Like add some up lighting to the trees in front of your house or and make some. This could make a very dramatic effect, especially if somebody is seeing it at night we like showing houses during the day so everybody can get a clear picture of what that house looks at but if they're seeing it during the uh night then with these exterior lights you could really really um create a dramatic effect on your home's uh appearance when people drive up to it what do you think about that i think you're 100 percent right look at the end of the day i think that what you see here, Larry, I look and, and and I know we got 15 on this list, but when I'm looking at this list, what I see is I see a, 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 a list of about 10 cheap, easy tweaks. 100%. And that to me is, you know, you could do all this stuff in a weekend or two weekends. Yeah. And- I got a guy 500 bucks. Yeah, absolutely. And make $10,000 worth of difference to your value. hundred percent. You, you are, you hit it right on the head. You know, 
don't be lazy. Do these things. You get one chance to make a good first impression. Um, so number two, we already talked about is paint the home's exterior or touch it up. Uh, super important. Make sure that uh, people, when they're walking around your home, see a consistent look. Everything looks great in terms of the paint and cleanliness, things exactly. like that. Exactly. And that's number one. Clean and tidy up the exterior of your home. Make sure if it's fall, get rid of all the leaves. Um, if it's summertime, make sure the kids' toys aren't all over the front and right. back of the property. Um, again, I'm going to talk a little bit when we talk about cleaning up and, and tidying up the exterior of the home is power washing or soft washing your homes. Uh, super important. And of course, and this is, you know, it seems obvious, right? This all seems pretty obvious, but, um, clean the windows, have somebody come in before you put your property on the market and deep clean the property. You know, I mean, really uh, deep clean that property. And so because wifey does not want to buy a dirty property, believe me. Uh, and, and, and they're looking at that. And you really, really want to make sure that property is spotless. Totally um, agree. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. So super important to do all that. Um, curb appeal is everything. You want you want people to halfway sell themselves on the home when they sure. drive up, even though they've probably seen all the pictures already, right? Online. Yeah, because that's how people buy, you know, it's like all like we say all the time, it's like a dating service. They're just flicking by until they see that beautiful house. Right. And then they start looking at all the other pictures. And then they call their agent and say, Hey, let's go take a look at this house. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, what else you got? That that's what I got, man. Um, I mean, I, I got to still deal with this guy and his problems this afternoon. We're trying to still get him to the closing table this week. I mean, I feel terrible for our sellers, um, yeah. who I don't even know, but you know, we're in a situation where we're trying to make this happen. So we're working on that. And, you know, now we're on for lunch tomorrow and, you know, we're trying to make the rest of this all go solid. So, so I'm yeah. just going to tell you this, when we go to freedom brothers tomorrow, Okay. They have a margarita there called the erotic vulture. You will be having one of those. They're amazing. Sure. They, it, why wouldn't I? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you drink an erotic vulture? What are you kidding me? I yeah, mean, bro, come there on. You go. don't, it don't has a habanero. Uh, don't threaten it. me with a good time, Larry. What's that? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I would never do that. Um, hey, man. Great having you on. As always, we have some great guests coming up. Like uh, we mentioned earlier, we're going to be back on the air on 820 AM as of January 6th. So we got a lot of stuff going on. And remember, you guys, if you want to subscribe and listen to all past or future uh, podcasts of the Real Estate Radio Show podcast, just go to Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe. Kill some time. Kill some time with us while you're in the car. Subscribe. Yeah. You know, there's nothing more exciting than talking real estate. Yeah, exactly. And there's always something to talk about in real you're, estate. You know, it's funny. I always wonder on Monday, what am I going to talk about by the time we get to Wednesday? And between Monday morning and the time I would get on the air, something always happens. Yeah. All right, man. Have an right. awesome day. I will Thanks, see you Larry. tomorrow. I'll check in with you later today and we'll salad everything up for tomorrow. You got it, my friend. All right. Okay, appreciate bud. it. Good luck with everything. I'll Thanks. see you. Yeah. All right, you guys, that was Dylan Kramer. Remember, don't forget to subscribe and listen on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And um, before we go, I want to show you guys about a four-minute video of a, how, of a condo that I have on the market in Naperville. It's a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath condo. This is kind of like a video open house, if you will. So take a look at this. It's on the market for $219.9. It's actually 
priced right at or maybe even a little under market value. It has indoor parking. It's a pool community. It's right in the middle of Naperville. And you can literally walk to downtown Naperville from this property. So let's take a look at this. And I will be right back after this. Hey, you guys, thanks for joining me at this open house at 1004 North Mill Street, Unit 312, right in the middle of Naperville. Take a look at this completely redone kitchen, canned lights. We replaced the fixture with canned lights and it completely opened up this whole kitchen. These are quartz countertops, all stainless steel throughout the kitchen. That's a brand new Bosch dishwasher. All of these cabinets are slow close cabinets and check this out all of the drawers excuse me shelves shows how much i cook i don't do all a lot of the cooking. shelves in the cabinets are also slow close so this kitchen was redone oh i want to say about five years ago or so but the style has just held up amazing now check this out. This is the dining room or dining area. It's combined with the living room. These are all brand new floors throughout this entire unit. You see that light that just went on? That's on a timer. And this gives you a little more perspective of the whole property. Yeah, and it's about 1,100 square feet. And then of course you have your balcony out here. And here's a little treat. Check out the Cardinal. So the nice thing about this unit is, is you are within walking distance of downtown Naperville. So you're right smack dab in the middle of Naperville. Here's your second bedroom. Here's the master bedroom. We'll get to the bathroom in there in a second. Here's your full bath. Also completely redone. Closet. And I'm gonna back up here. Now that's a half bath in the master, but you have a stackable washer and dryer. And in these units, that's rare. There is a washer dryer machine uh, room uh, in this building. However, in this unit, you have- And your you can easily put a side-by-side side unit. This is plenty big enough to replace that stackable with a side-by-side -side washer and dryer and maybe put a little shelf over that and then another little place to hang clothes over that. And then here is the half bath in the master. Actually, either one of these bedrooms could be the master because they're both really decent size. So let's take another quick look around. Again, here's the full bath, completely redone. Here's a look at the hallway leading into the living room, dining room combo. Here is the second bedroom or first bedroom. And let's go take one more quick look at this amazing kitchen. Like I said, all quartz countertop, all stainless steel, completely remodeled and these candlelights completely open up the kitchen area. And then that leads to the dining room. And here we are. I hope you guys enjoyed this tour. This is 1004 North Mill Street in Naperville, unit 312. Give me a call at 630-921-0611 if you are interested in finding out more about this unit. All right, you guys, have a great Sunday.
Go Bears. If All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, little video open house. This is a great value. So if you know anybody looking for a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath with indoor parking and a pool community right in the middle of Naperville for under $220,000, uh, this might be the unit. So it's completely redone, move-in condition. And um, yeah, so check it out. Give me a call, like I said in the video, 630-921-0611. You can also just email me. You could text me at that number too, but you can email me at Larry at trustedagentusa.com. That's where you go to save a ton of money, whether you're buying, selling, or investing, or if you're just selling and you want to save a ton of money on your title, I can help you do that too. So uh, I want to thank all you guys for joining us. Uh, always happy to have you here. Remember, we're live. So if you ever have any comments or questions or anything like that, be sure to just drop them in the uh, from whatever platform you're look, watching on, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Facebook, whether it's LinkedIn. We stream live to all of those platforms every single Wednesday at 11 and every Saturday at 9. And starting January 6th, we'll be streaming directly from the studios of WCPTAM. 8.20 a.m. out of Chicago. I want to end this today with a little Christmas video. And you guys uh, have an awesome, awesome week. We're headed into a, a weekend and we're headed straight into Christmas. So I just want to wish everybody just all the love and light in the world. And remember, we're all part of the same family, which is what this little quick video is going to allude to. And, uh, let's, uh, let's love one another. It's a lot easier to find a reason. Well, actually, sometimes it's easier to find a reason not to like somebody than it is to like somebody, but let's do our best to find reasons to love and like one another. And let's make this whole world just a better place to live in. There's a lot of crazy things going on now. All right, you guys, take care. Thanks for joining us on the Real Estate Radio Show podcast. We will see you on Saturday. joining us on real estate radio with your host larry shackman the real estate therapist and top producing broker now go to trustedagentusa.com and save thousands when you sell buy or invest illinois license number 475-145-795 tune in next week for the ultimate real estate radio experience Thanks for joining us on Real Estate Radio with your host, Larry Shackman, the real estate therapist and top producing broker. Now go to trustedagentusa.com and save thousands when you sell, buy, or invest. Illinois license number 475-145-795. Tune in next week for the ultimate real estate radio experience.